T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, good morning, everybody. Can you guys hear me? All right, everybody good? All right, good morning. My name is Marie Therese Dominguez, and I serve as commissioner of the New York State Department of Transportation. And it's great to be in Buffalo this morning. Uh, I want to first and foremost thank the Buffalo Science Museum for hosting us this morning. You guys are always great partners, and we really, really appreciate it. Uh, and your location couldn't be better <laughs> for the purposes of what we're about to talk about today. So on behalf of Governor Hochul, I really want to thank uh, everybody here in the, in the community especially um, for hosting us. But, you know, I was in Buffalo uh, about a month ago um, for about a week. A uh, little bit of snow was falling uh, and uh, we had uh, quite an opportunity. We dealt with literally a record level of snow uh, that was falling for Western and Northern New York. Um, and that time, the Bills had to move their game to Detroit. But last week, wow, what a win in the snow globe. That was pretty amazing. Um, so it's really great to be back in Buffalo again this morning. Uh, but when I was out here for the storm in November, I traveled to Kensington every day. I was staying in the downtown area, and I, I would drive out to the, uh, our center of operations um, and I literally had to traverse the Kensington every day. Um, but it, the roadway did what it was intended to do. One, we cleared it of the snow very quickly, but two, it literally got the job done. I was able to move very easily from one part of the city to another, and it was very, very efficient. But that's exactly the dilemma that we have here. How do we keep traffic moving while working to reunite an entire community that has literally been split in two for generations? That's why we're here to talk today about replacing that division with a new vision for Buffalo. Today, the State Department of Transportation is releasing its public scoping report for the Kensington Expressway. We have copies for everybody here. Uh, and uh, it looks like this. Uh, and you can also get it on our website, which is kensingtonexpressway.dot.ny.gov. But this is what we're here to talk about today. In June, New York State DOT hosted a public scoping meeting, kicking off our engagement for this project. We did it here in the Science Museum. And the feedback that we received really helped inform the report that we're releasing today. After that meeting, we went back and we reviewed everybody's comments. We really listened to what the community was saying. 
and it covered a whole range of issues because we had presented 10 potential concepts for the project. And based on all of the feedback that we got and examining all of the environmental factors that we have to take into account, New York State DOT determined that construction of a six-lane tunnel between Dodge Street and Sydney Street best fulfilled the project's objectives and should be advanced for further detailed study in an environmental assessment. So the concept we're advancing today is a combination of what we outlined in June of concepts five and six, which is really a six-lane tunnel with either a tree or a garden-like setting. In that vein, publicly accessible green space would be constructed on top of the tunnel, potentially including rows of trees, pathways, benches, and other streetscape amenities. The tunnel would replace existing bridges uh, at Fair East Ferry Street, East Utica Street, Northampton Street, and Dodge Street and the best street bridge would be replaced. What we're calling the build alternative, and that's what we outlined in the scoping report, will be studied in much greater detail as part of the environmental assessment, which is the next phase of this project. And it also includes reconstruction of the Humboldt Parkway, while also looking at and implementing a complete streets approach to roadway design features. What does that mean? It actually means that we're going to make sure that it's complete walkable, pedestrian, bike friendly, everything that goes along with good design on complete streets. Tunnel ventilation and a potential air treatment system to treat the tunnel exhaust will also be studied at great length and the solution uh, will be included as part of the environmental assessment that we put forward. And as we've previously reported, we plan to expand the previous project limits to over 600 feet, and as I said, it's gonna extend all the way to Sydney Street. It's clear from the feedback that we received from the residents in East Buffalo who asked us to cover a longer section of the Kensington, and we believe that this extension of the tunnel is not only doable, but it's also a practical solution that will not only slow down traffic, um, but also, excuse me, not slow down traffic, but it will, uh, advance the environmental process. In, by extending the, the, uh, the project scope another 600 feet, we're clear that we will have no impact on our timeline is what I'm trying to say. The bottom line is, is that this is gonna stay on the same timeline that we've outlined before. The residents of East Buffalo can rest assured that DOT is not going anywhere. In fact, we are here in the community. We've opened up, uh, we're proactively engaging the community on a daily basis with community events. We've opened up an outreach center uh, located at 878 Humboldt Parkway around just down the street here. It's open from Tuesday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, we've hired a community liaison. She's been on board here with our team, Solar Ingram. Uh, she's a resident of East Buffalo. Solar, welcome to the team. <laughs> um, and she, along with others, are staffing our office uh, right here in the community and are available uh, as on the hours that I've outlined. But the bottom line is, is that we're making every effort to be in East Buffalo, to be in the community, answering people's questions and having a discussion about how this project is proceeding. 
We're off to a really, really positive start here, but we really have a lot more work to do. But we wanted to take the time today to give you a, uh, information on where we are in the process and how we're moving forward. You know, as commissioner, I get to be out in the public all the time. Um, yesterday I was down in the Bronx. Uh, and I literally travel across the state every week meeting hundreds of people. And Buffalo, I have to say, is one of my favorite places in the entire state. Uh, because literally the people are so passionate about everything. From the food, to the bills, to everything that we do uh, in Buffalo. You can believe uh, that their character, the people of Buffalonians' character, shines through. And one of those characteristics is that folks from Buffalo are not only resilient, but they're also resolute. And like the Bills, Buffalonians are real fighters. They may have a few disagreements every now and again, but those who agree to disagree share a common belief that this indeed is a city worth fighting for. And Governor Hochul and the Department of Transportation believe this as well. That's why Governor Hochul, a proud daughter of the Queen City, set aside up to a billion dollars to reimagine the Kensington. This project, the 33, is not only funded, but it's ready, we're taking steps to make sure that we advance this. But it's because we believe with all of our hearts that literally the best is yet to come for Buffalo. And this expressway, the 33, which has divided neighborhoods for long enough, is now at a point where we can fundamentally reconnect the community. With this project, Governor's Ho Governor Hochul's vision of connecting communities across the state, from the Bronx to Buffalo, is not only worth fighting for, and all of us at DOT really believe that, but we're also helping to execute that vision by investing in a new future, in a new vision for East Buffalo, one that begins and ends with covering the 33 and healing the wounds from its original construction and fundamentally reconnecting the community here in East Buffalo. When complete, this will be the largest project the Department of Transportation in New York State has undertaken in Western New York. So with the public's help, we can and we will get it right and we will move forward and connect this community. Thank you all very much. So uh, the bottom line is, is the environmental process that we undertake fundamentally allows us to go out. We had a public meeting. Uh, we took comments. We got hundreds of comments back. Uh, and through the process of analysis of all of that, we came down with a decision uh, for federal highways. Federal Highway Administration has approved of this concept, and that's what we're advancing today, this build alternative. We have to look at two things by law under the National Environmental Protection Act. You have to look at a no-build alternative because that's part of every process. What would happen if you do nothing and look at the cost benefits of that versus what we're advocating for here and what we've identified as the solution, which is the build alternative to look at that, uh, that merger of concepts five and six. Yes. That's correct.
That's a great question. I will let the engineer actually address the uh, construction elements of it and the engineering elements. Um, but the bottom line is, is that um, we're looking at this environmental assessment process is, the, is what we'll undertake over the course of the next year. So we're gonna, we have to do a lot more study, a lot more work. We will continue our public engagement as part of that process, um, but what we're really looking to do is be in a position so that uh, we get final federal approval uh, sometime early in 2024. And by the end of 2024, we're looking to make sure that we go to construction on this project. So Nick, you wanna talk about the details? Yes, again, it is a challenge, but it is doable. Uh, the, the first step when we progress the detail is to minimizing impact during construction. So that's really the major component of any uh, reconstruction, if you want to call it. But uh, to some degree with the terrain or the geometry, it's more of a cover, so to speak. I mean, it is definitely a den, it's a tunnel. It, has, it meets the tunnel requirement, but the process for this one is really more of a covering. So we're gonna build a structure, a bridge that basically span the entire length of the Kensington. So uh, we don't anticipate having a tunneling machine here, but the outcome will be a full tunnel, and mostly it's a cover of the Kensington in technical term. Uh, we are projecting three years for construction, and as we develop the details, that will be more certain with certain uh, milestone, defined milestone, but now we're projecting uh, three years of construction uh, like the commission indicated, breaking ground in 2024, the end of 2024, and completing the entire project by 2027. So it will it will affect, but what, what we try to do with every major project that we undertake is really work with the community and manage traffic. And we have very detailed traffic management plans that go along with that um, to make sure that one, everybody has notice and how we're operating and what we're doing, uh, and then can, can work with us accordingly on how we're gonna do that. No, this is cost neutral. It's within the it's budget within that the we budget. have we, that we have right now that we plan for. So one thing I just I just wanted to be clear about a couple of things. Um, you know, the objectives of this project as we took it on were really fundamentally first and foremost reconnecting the community. Um, we've heard from community uh, members of the community for many many years uh, about their desire to do this. One because we've got uh, traffic impacts, but also health impacts across the across the board and regionally. In addition to that, we also have some other challenges. We need to make sure that we, as you're talking about, maintain vehicular capacity uh, to the existing transportation corridor that we're, that we're talking about, so the 33 writ large. At the same time, we need to improve. Uh, one of the objectives that we're doing is not only improving uh, vehicular transport, but also looking at making sure, like I talked about, complete streets. We've got pedestrian and bike access uh, across the board and doing that complete streets treatment um, for all the roadway design features. That's another really important part. And then lastly, what we're really looking to do is address the geometric and infrastructure deficiencies that have been uh, identified. For a long time, uh, we know from an engineering perspective 
that there have been, uh, there are problems right now. We've got a, a very old piece of infrastructure that really needs to be addressed. So the timing is right, the need is defined, and uh, we're moving forward. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.